we back. We back, we back, we back. We back, we back again. Back, back, we back, we back. We back, we back again. With our podcast land. We back, we back, we back, we back. We back, we back again. Hey, 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 listen. Um, had technical difficulties. Um, half the podcast got cut off. By the way, this is your boy, Brentel. Half of a uh, host of uh, I Can't Afford to Quit podcast. Uh, we had a special guest this week, Milani J. Shout out to Milani J. Um, I'm just going to post y'all into where um, the computer didn't fuck up. So this is part of the conversation. We're talking about TV shows, etc. And y'all missed some good shit, but I saved what I could. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. Perspective for black culture when it comes to being more acceptive of transgender and homosexual people. You know what I'm saying? Because especially in the black community, because, you know, you damn the hell as soon as you say you gay around here. They're like, mm, you're going to hell. You're going straight to hell. You're going straight to hell. So I think it was still good that they were able to incorporate that in the storyline. Now, his sister, she's something else. And uh, Nova... What's, is she not a bona fide role, or is it just me? Um, there's probably going to I, be the backstory about Nova. I, oh my god, and something happened to her too. Yeah, uh, I mean, and it's like she don't know. You know, she's with the girl one minute, and then she's with the man the next minute, and with the white man, and it's like, what do you, what do you want out of life? You know, mm-hmm. and then she, you know, all that voodoo shit got to her head because you know she does the. She does the whole voodoo stuff, and um, I'm just confused totally by, you know, and and she's so wrapped up in the community that I don't think she takes enough time to take care of herself. Uh, that is, that is very easy for a person to do, to lose track of themselves pouring, while they're pouring themselves out in other, you know, uh, right activities. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, but she just—I'm like, girl, you need to, you know, get your life, like as they say, <laughs> together, I mean, all the way together. You don't know, you know, what dick you want, and then you don't know what pussy you want, then you don't know, you know, what I like, you know. I see you out here trying to feed the homeless, but bitch. You you gotta get your life together, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's herpes going around right now. <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> great segue. Um, what do you what do you think about the Usher situation? Oh man, I, you know what? It's it's kind of it's it's it's, it's just so sad. It is it's very sad. Now, is this a hundred percent confirmed? Oh uh, yeah, or, yeah, definitely. Or, yeah, yeah. It's oh uh, man. He already paid out. And yeah. Oh man. Well, damn. 
Maybe that's what Confessions was about in the first place, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. What the hell? What do you do? What do you do? Do you just fall back for a while and like maybe people will forget and then you could drop a, a record? Yeah, or, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you, how, how do you, with public relations, how do you handle this? You know what I'm saying? Because you can't, like, he can't say shit. He got to, like, go away. Well, being 100% real about it, if he wants to come back um, from this, he's actually going to have to be, um, receptive to what people have to say about it and he's going to have to accept the fact that it's out you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and and he's going to actually have to speak on it he's going to have to do seminars on STDs and he's going to have to get out in the community and let people know that it's a serious condition you right. know what I'm saying that's the only way that he's going to be able to to bounce back from this and, and to be able to com continue with his musical career because this is the type of shit that will make a break you know and uh, the only thing that he can really do is that you know just the same like when Magic Johnson came out with AIDS and everything he mm -hmm. he went out in the community and, I, and I'm sure that that hurt his wife and and it was very shocking to everybody but he still went out there and he and he spoke on it he owned he it he owned it and that's what Usher's gonna have to do he's definitely gonna have to own it there's no getting around it you, you just you, you paid a million for some bumps like come on it's <laughs> and but like there's other there's there's other you know lawsuits coming. There's somebody else just came back for ten, and then there's another one like his ex wife was in on it. Now that went up to twenty. So uh -huh. yeah. So I mean, have to pay out. You don't have to pay. It ain't like he ain't got it. Let's <laughs> not try to accident. <laughs> he did so. sign. He did sign. Uh, well, fucking uh, Justin Bieber. So he definitely got it. He definitely I got it right now. Right, right. I just want to know what Chili thinks about. Oh shit! You know, I, I really do. I really want to get her insight and see what she thinks because you know that was the love of his life. You know, mm -hmm. and I know even I, and I don't know if they're still friends to this day or if they still speak or if she even reached out to him and was like, "Hey, you okay?" You know, but I really want to get her take on what she thinks Seven laughs. <laughs> oh man! While, while we in the R and B world, 
We got to go ahead and move on with R. Kelly. What do you think oh, about what's going oh, on with him? You know, R. Kelly's always been special. <laughs> and when I'm special. <laughs> you know, it's the auntie, the black auntie right there. Yes. You know, it's, he's, he's always been the one where, you know, you can't really leave your kids at a sleepover with them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, still want to hear what the music is. You know <laughs> Like <laughs> he's a very special case because um, there's a lot of talented people that need some need some foul. They have you know they're not right right. They have demons. He needs some psych evaluation. You know what I'm saying? But the the women that are that are there, they're I'm sure that they're very well taken care of. I mean, R. Kelly has a lot of money. You know, mm-hmm. now it's. If uh, we can crown and marry him when she's fifteen, that first of all, when when that happened, everybody should have knew from that point on. If this man is 37, 36, 37 years old and he, he married he, fifteen, he was twenty eight. He was twenty eight. Uh, he was twenty eight. That nigga, that still don't make it better. Oh, I'm not saying it's no. better. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> for accuracy. For accuracy. <laughs> It's cool. You tried to soften it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would definitely was not trying to solve it. I was just trying to, you know, because I know people are listening. Like, no, actually, he was twenty eight. <laughs> uh, like, uh, but yet, still, you know, he was still in high school. Whatever the case is, but from see, that point, here is the thing, though. Here is the thing: if mm-hmm. like. Anybody that I talk to, because I got a lot of people from Chicago that I talk to, and I'm cool with, and uh-huh. co-host, co-ho, she's from Chicago. Shout out to Stephanie. Uh-huh. Um, uh, everybody has the same fucking story. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. they know, oh, he go to the high school with his bins, and he go pick up girls, like, and he, go, he, he goes to the McDonald's, and, like... That's what he picks up those young girls. But the thing about it is, like, everybody notice, and, like, they still are receptive to him. And I just don't, I don't get that. Like, my dude, you a predator. You see what I'm saying? Like, because everybody knows that. And it, it, if it was your daughter, I'm, would you still be listening to his music? Would you still be a fan? You know what I mean? I'm going to have to agree with my man, Gerard Carmichael. From the Carmichael show, mm-hmm. talent trump anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have talent, <laughs> when you have a certain talent, it, it just trumps everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, when when it comes to certain things, you know, you're just like, yeah, we know that the nigga is a pedophile, but did you hear that last album though? Uh. <laughs> It's very sad. It is very sad, but it's true. When you have a certain talent, and the talent is undeniable, and I, you know, R. Kelly is he's he's a legend, you know, and unfortunately, you know, yes, he's a pedophile that likes to, you, you know, he has a bladder issue or whatever. Huh? But huh? <laughs> but at the day, but at the end of <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, his music is what speaks to people 
And um, those girls were not held hostage. They're not held against their will. So Mm -hmm. what can we say about it? But, yeah, you know, keep your... just. uh, All I can say is when you're around, you know, like yours... But you said they're not they're not held against their will, but he has like overseers to make sure they're not going anywhere and not doing anything that they're not supposed to do when he's not around. And like um, there's like it's it, it, the it's whole situation like, is oh. fucked up. It, it's definitely like it's very cultic. Um I, just, I don't know if that's a word, but I... Like, I Cult-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nigga, I think you made up. I, I make I, up words. <laughs> I agree, but I agree. Yeah, I think it is, you know, cultic. We're going to call it that. We're going to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, um, if they want to get out of the situation, then they should try to reach out to somebody. Um they may not. They may that, not because they. Okay, I know. I've, he's I. He's under I, investigation. Right. So right. Um, no, they've come there and they've not noticed any ill will or anything like that. Like the police have come there to investigate because parents have sent, you know, police over there to check or whatever, and they never found anything mm-hmm. to be alarming. But, uh, uh, what I was about to say, shit. Um. Yeah, like, as far as, like, the whole cult and things of that nature, they may not want to leave because they're living good, or quote-unquote, in a good situation. But, I mean, with the, if the nigga telling you... But if he's telling you when you can't leave, when you, you have to ask to use the restroom, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta eat out of the doggy bowl sometimes. Uh, it, like, all of this has come up. It, like, this, oh, is, this is evident. You know what I mean? Like, this is this really will be going down. So, like, well, he picked the right ones. Like, you know, right. let me go with the self-esteem bitches that, you know, are lazy and that don't really want to work in life. You know what I'm saying? Let we me don't go know find. that. We don't know that. They all they all want music careers. So that's how he be getting them. You know what I'm saying? They supposed to, like, the one girl's like, he's supposed to be working on, you know, her as an artist. He's supposed to be developing her as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So you can't say they don't want to work. They, they, this is a business opportunity for them. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're thinking. And I know some 31 year olds, 32 year olds that make stupid fucking decisions, right? So at 18, 17, 18, 19, you dumb as fuck. You know what I mean? You're, you're fucking dumb. You think you know everything, but you're absolutely fucking dumb when it comes to life. And like, so maybe they, you know what I'm saying? He's he's got them manipulated. Okay, but at what what point do they actually question that? Because even in school, you raise your hand and ask the question like, um, "How long I'm gonna be in this basement?" You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, look, I, you, all right, all right, I'm, you you got to put your Twitter behind that because they ain't about to be coming at me with this one. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, you. Can't, Hey, you wanted Melody J, you got Melody J. You know, know, when do you start asking questions? Like, um, nigga, I ain't seen the studio yet. You know, these Chanel purses is cute and everything, but, um, (laughs) 
when we go lay the vocals on the track? You know, like, <laughs> when does that happen? <laughs> but, oh, know, man. All I God bless them. You know, let's just, um, you know, parents, lock your, lock your teenagers up. Make sure they're good <laughs> oh, okay. to go. You know? Also, what do you, like, I feel like the parents, they kind of made a deal with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we... Because at the end of the day, it's going to be stupid. She's going to be stupid regardless. Mm-hmm. Might as well pay of it. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think he ain't paid up on his end of the deal, R. Kelly. And that's why these parents are acting like that. Right. That's what well. it sounds like to me. You know, they 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 had a, a business arrangement, and he he fell through on his end, and they like, all right, well, you not get to fuck my daughter no more. You're not getting to do that no more. So, huh? I mean, I don't I don't think that, that you know. I guess they just took it back to the African roots. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, but at least they're getting money instead of goats now. Oh you know? wow! Oh man. <laughs> Well, I need Jay in the building. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's better than a ghost, you know. I'm just going to, that's, that's why I'm titling it right there. Well, Jay in the building. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think, yeah, the parents are definitely responsible. Uh, they got to be they accountable. Are. Um and he has to be held accountable. And I, I, like the women, the, yeah, they, they are at the age of consent. But like, I feel like, dog, if they were white women, SWAT, everybody would have been up in that bitch. You see what I'm saying? He would have been, he would have been sentenced already. Everything. It's like don't nobody care because they're black women. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I feel like yeah. black dudes. They not they don't even give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they it's I I feel some type of way about it. Because like <sighs> who everybody is like super super duper kingish. Like just like my man Chris from Unsanity Check said. Everybody is a king till it comes down to when it's time to protect black women. Uh, preach on it. And like preach on it. And this is another one of those cases. Like, y'all don't care. Like, these women, they're they're, they're going to, this is going to affect them for the rest of their life. They don't know it yet. They're going to have to see doctors. They're going to have to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. And nobody cares. So, just like, just Um, like the 31 year old Den mother, the, the Den mother, which is basically like his bottom bitch, right? She was the one of the best friends of the girl that he peed on or whatever. So she'd been around this whole time. So it's almost like she brought that girl around. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. This it is, just honestly it sounds like a, a glorified whole house. That's mm. what it sounds like. That's all it is. These bitches is getting paid for sitting around looking cute and recruiting other bitches to sit there and fulfill any fantasy that he had. Mm. Um, when it comes to them being kept, and there's actually a movie out like that called Kept. It was a Lifetime movie, and it was crazy as hell. Mm. And this man had a basement that he made 
specifically for these women and they had to portray certain roles you know as, as women and he told them and he locked them down in that basement and told them you're you're going to be provided with everything that you would ever want and you don't have to worry about bills or anything else as long as you stay down here and do whatever thing I, I want you to do now that, but that in that movie though they they didn't have a choice like he kidnapped them and shit. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the reason why i feel like um these women are being exploited and nobody is really caring is because it is a choice that they make you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um he didn't he did not you know he didn't go around using chloroform and you know these bitches just waking up and getting pissed <laughs> on <laughs> Like this is a choice they make, and, and even <laughs> and even though they're you know, they're not old enough to realize it yet, um, you know this is a choice that they make, and they're going to have to live with that, whether it be a mistake or whether it be a blessing. And I really hope that you know, hopefully one day you know we'll see them, you know, on the you know, making an album or something, you know. And I, and I hope that he is a man of his word and that he does agree to help these women. In more ways than just you know sucking dick, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just you know yeah. Oh, Milani J in the building, y'all. That's I just it. hope that, 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 that he's teaching them actual life skills. You oh, for more than. Oh man, ah, oh, well, I doubt it, but okay. <laughs> but when you understand, but when you hear things like "den mother." You know, and stuff like that. Oh, so you mean a madam? Because that's what the fuck she is. If she out there recruiting other hoes to come in and, oh, yeah, girl, this is how we're going to live our lives. And, you know. And, yeah, she her specific know, job. I'm sorry. Her, her specific job was to train them how to pleasure him. Exactly. So, you know, she's a madam and they the hoes, mm-hmm. you know. And if, if they didn't realize that on day one. But they 18, though. They never been in those. You know what I mean? If they didn't realize that they won, then they were meant to be there. <laughs> God. Okay, I'm going to need you to go I ahead. Can, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Something ain't right. Oh, man. This. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I can't. There's a big difference between a microphone and a dick. There's a way big Like, where, why isn't there a microphone in my... Oh, so I have to put dick to get to the microphone? Bitch, you're never getting out. But I'll pray for you. Oh, my God. Okay. Um. <laughs> Keep you guys in prayer. R. Kelly and, and all his hoes, we're going to pray for you. Speaking of praying... Uh, did you see the Christian dad accused of killing his daughter because she was dating a Muslim? I did see that, and it's sad. It's sad. Uh, because now, all the teachings that you just taught your daughter, and you going to hell too. That's a shame, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, you did all of that, and, and now he, your he, ass he, he allegedly stabbed his daughter to death because he didn't approve of her relationship with uh, a Muslim. She just graduated high school 
And after he found out that she wanted to convert to Islam due to her boyfriend's religious practices. First of all, that was her mistake right there because she should have just kept that on to herself. Mm-hmm. She knew how her dad was. Like, uh, you know, so, and, and white, white Christians are totally different from black Christians. So you, know what I'm you just, oh, so you're not going to church? Oh, you know, oh, you go, oh, you're going to a different church. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, you you know, God bless you. You have a good morning. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. She probably should have kept that there. So, damn. She's 17. You know, just graduated high school. A lot of life to live. Uh, I want to be able to wear a Habib inside the cast. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just telling like, how they gonna bury that? That is baby? a new low. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't shit. Okay, I'm sorry. It's oh, a- let me cue that right there. A 25 too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. Oh my god! Did he try to kill? But th- the thing about it is, like, okay, did he try to kill the the boyfriend? Why would hell, the hell no? I wouldn't try to fuck with no Muslim. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This come down to, again, men with uh, repressed emotions that don't know how to, uh, you know, express themselves when they get upset. Shit like this happens. You was a single dad, though, right? Um, I didn't hear anything about her mother. I didn't read anything on the mother. I didn't. Yeah, I don't her know parents urged her parents urged her to come home. Okay, so I'm assuming that the parents. Yeah, the parents uh, were together. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So um, I I would not be shocked if there comes out more like with the dad. The dad beat the mama and shit like that. Like there's police reports or anything like that. Right, because I'll be damned. Like the mother's supposed to be dead too, you know. Shit. <laughs> and you know, it, uh, what I'm saying is, uh, a mother is on the not protection side. Sit, uh, right on the protection side. Okay. You know, she's not supposed to sit there. Like, well, you didn't wear your cross today. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Nigga, you about know? to have my mentions <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? He about to have my Twitter fucked up, dog. They about to. Oh shit! They be like this nigga. <laughs> oh well. She went too far with the with the hijab joke. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you just sometimes you just gotta, you know. I mean, you gotta, you gotta get it out. Shit. Um, Where's the mother in all of this? Definitely, I I wouldn't be shocked if that that he looked like a like a Make American Great Again dad too. Damn. Right. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have a white beater on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has some sensible like sensible. Uh, what is it? Izog Izog Polo in Docker's on. <laughs> 
Oh my God, that sounds like with uh, the New Balances, the I, white I, joints with the blue, the white and blue ones. The the I'm offended. Call the police. Air three thousands and shit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Culturally, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. culturally speaking, um, I really do think that that that's that scenario. And if the girl was gonna, if, if she was gonna be with him, she was gonna be with him. Like I said, she was gonna be with him regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and. You know, he just took it to a whole new level. Like, honestly, that was that had nothing to do with uh, with religion. That was just straight control. Reason. Control. No, it, it came yeah, down right. to control because he couldn't right. control oh. what she was going to do. Yeah. And you can't be like that. Like you said, if she was getting ready to graduate high school and stuff, she was going to do what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I wonder what the um, the boyfriend and his family is going through and you know you have to give condolence to them because if he really actually loved this girl and he gonna feel like he gonna feel terrible right right so condolences to all the family you know and we'll just keep them all in prayer and um just pray that the dad don't go to hell uh he gone anyway uh next (laughs) (laughs) article oh man (laughs) There's a registered sex offender moves next door to his victim. And it's perfectly legal. Oklahoma, people. Oklahoma. We know how much they care about victims and women in sexual molestation cases. So. Uh, a Oklahoma woman... Uh, excuse me? But they don't care about none of that stuff here. Right. A Oklahoma woman claims the man who was convicted of molesting her when she was a little girl moved next door. According to state law, there's nothing she can do about it. CNN reports that the Oklahoma law bars sex offenders from moving near schools and churches to keep predators away from children. However, there is a new statute that prevents a convicted sexual predator from moving next door to his victim. Okay, um, Danielle Dyer. Wow, they put her name. Okay, she's 21. That's why they put her name in there. Uh, when she was seven years old, uh, she was molested by her step uncle. Damn, that sound country. Um, now she is 21. <laughs> and she's fighting to change the local law. Um, yeah, she decided to make her identity public to help bring attention to this problem. She posted about her new neighbor on Facebook, writing, Meet my abuser and new neighbor. Unbelievable. Wow. Hmm. Sounds like another murder mystery about to happen. <laughs> 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 this, this, this is a lot to unpack because we, we're talking about, we got to go back to... Like, but I wouldn't want to live next to her. Like, why would you want to live next to somebody like that? Like, if somebody even accused you of something like that, why would you, like, be like, ooh, let me go get the U-Haul and next? Like, come on. Why would you even do that? Why would you even put yourself in that predicament? Um, you know? because... Haunting person. Y- exactly. You took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, that is uh, what he's doing, clearly. Um, and it's like you, you the step uncle dog. You, if there's, I, but okay, outside of him wanting to move there, let's unpack 
how this is legal for him to move right next. And he's a registered sex offender already. I mean, some I hate to say it, but some places in America are always going to be shit. And Oklahoma is one of them. You know, whenever you even hear the, the, the word Oklahoma, you just automatically think of a fucking spit bucket on somebody's porch. You know? <laughs> some people in some states just don't have any type of... Um, any type of law, like you know, Mayberry, it just don't have any type of statue on certain laws, mm-hmm. and it so happens to be Oklahoma is one of. Them. They just, I think, but this, I think this is, this is a sweeping thing across the nation, though, because I think the there's there's too much protection for sex offenders in this country. Hmm. Preach. Because how, how, like, okay, I, that is child molestation and any any uh, any sex ex sex offense. What it does to people, it changes their life. For, for, you know what I'm saying? Drastically, it changes. It almost like it, it could change the trajectory of a person. Yeah. And. Those, those offenses, like those, should be like lifetime offenses. You know what I mean? In my opinion, in my opinion, that's how I feel. Because yeah. a lot of times they get out and they repeat. So, of course they do. So you get whether they they do get caught or they don't get caught. But a lot of times they get out and they repeat this behavior after so-called rehabilitation. So. I think that America, like, it, it, especially with like this case, like this woman, like in uh-huh. rape cases, like even in rape cases, you know how many rape kits go untested in this country a year? Uh-huh. We talking in, 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 in over in the tens of thousands. Over that, you know what I'm saying? Like in in, in states, in certain states. From state to state, like that, that is astounding. That, like we, especially with like with women, we don't we don't protect, we don't protect, and it's like they don't care. Like they don't care that she's a victim and with a sex victim at all. And this is like um, I, This is repeat Over and over Like you see these situations Over and over And like I was saying With Trump Like Grab him by the pussy You know what I'm saying Like it, it's only gonna get worse Over the next four years The next three years I should say Oh, oh Lord uh, We trying to hurry that up mm-hmm. We trying to matrix A year It like, really it's, it's only been like Six months And it feel like It's been Years Don't it just because of the ignorance that um, he has people, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the sex offenders are concerned, I feel like a lot of times um, the, 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 you know, society tries to give sex offenders a second chance because, you know, there's sex offenders that do come out of rehabilitation and they don't want people to look at them 
as sex offenders if they've been rehabilitated. You know, they want them to give them a, a fresh start, which is understandable. But you're talking about somebody moving right next door to you that did something like that to you. I I applaud her for putting it out there and being like, look, look who's next door, you know, mm-hmm. like, and put, actually trying to make a stand about it because there's more probably than just her that has to go through that. And it's sad in America that um, we have to teach our our men um, what what is right and wrong, you know, when it comes to certain things with females because some of them aren't taught any, you know, they're not taught. You know, a lot of them, they just kind of pick up from somebody else and they think that it's okay. So, and it's not, and it's not, and they're not going to realize that until, you know, it's too late. Either they're in jail or, you know, they get Lorena Bobby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody gonna chop their shit off and throw it in on the side of the road, you know? What I'm saying is we have to have um, more because a lot of people, they get together, they do, um, they do events, they sit down with each other and try to figure it out. But you can't ever figure out what's in somebody's head. You know, you have the Jeffrey Dahmer and you have the, you know, all these different serial killers and all these different sex offenders and stuff like that. And these, they have a high, a high, 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 what is that called? Um, um, IQ. They're smart. You know, I mean, smart, like really, really smart people. But when it comes to that side of them, there's something within them, like you said, like a demon mm-hmm. that takes over them and they have no control over it, you know, but to, you know, try to rape or try to kill or whatever. And you just never know who you're sitting next to, what they're capable of. Right. So I'm, I'm praying for the girl. I'm hoping and I'm, I'm cheering her on. I, um, I've been there personally myself and it's not fun and it's not something that you take lightly. And it's not something that um, a, a woman or a little girl, for that instance, should have to deal with. Period. Never. You know, especially from a grown man. Mm-hmm. Period. Now, different when, you know, you, you it's a 17, 18-year-old boy, 14, 15. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they shouldn't do things. But when you when you talk about somebody that's grown, and especially somebody that's close to you, you know, you're saying that's her step-uncle or whatever. Like, he knew what it was. Like, stop it. You know, he, yeah, he's definitely he. This is a grown man. He he clearly knows. Right, he took advantage. <clears throat> like, and it's a, this is a seven year old girl that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Right, and I really, really hope that the state takes um, her very seriously about going public with it and about the movement that she's trying to make. Because I'm telling you right now. There, because of her being so young and her holding on to that and harnessing all that, and he's right next door, it's it's going to be a homicide, right. straight up. So she's not going to just sit there every day, day in and day out, and especially if she has children of her own that mm. she has to protect. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and she has to make sure that she's you know, right? You know, and he's not looking at them funny while they're outside playing. Mm. You know. I, I wish her the best. That's all I can say. <laughs> I wish her the best. I wish her the best. And you have Milani J's full support, girl. <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much everything I really wanted to talk to talk about. You got anything you want? You, you oh yeah, the transgender transgender thing, the with transgender ban in the military. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna be a hundred percent like I always am. Okay. I, I don't. Um, I I love everybody. I love you know straight people. I love gay people. I love transgender people. Whatever. The only thing about that in particular. Um, right, you, that, that everyone, put that out there that you used to be in the military too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a veteran. I'm a Navy vet. I was a Navy vet. I'm a, I was a bosun's mate, so I drove the ship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The only the only problem that, that that lies with the military when it comes to transgender is expenses. Because, um, you know... Okay. And that's what... And I'm not worried about that, but that's what... That's um, what... This was, a, this was an that's expense. That's what... Paul, mm-hmm. Right. That, that's what the government... I was thinking about say, that today. Our, our, as far as pharmaceuticals is concerned, uh-huh. because you know, as transgender people, they have to have estrogen or they have to have the hormones. Yeah, right, hormones and stuff like that. And these are things that is ongoing. It's not like you can just take it one time and be like, "All right, I'm straight. I'm a dude." No, it doesn't work like that. Or I'm mm-hmm. a female. This is something that's ongoing. You have to keep up with those treatments um, throughout the duration of your life. And um, if these people are coming in and they they're transgender, and from what I understand, they have to already have had the surgery or already in the process of being transgender before they come in the military. So they're not actually getting the surgery and stuff while they're on, on you know, the on the uh, on the uh, government dime, basically. Right? No, no. They already have to have had the surgery or uh, you know going through the process. But like I said. Right. They have to keep up with those medications. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as people love everyone and everything like that, tax taxpayers might not want to pay for that shit. Like, let's be straight up. You know what I'm saying? They got you. You got to think about that. A lot of taxpayers are like, well, shit, damn. Do I, I do I want to pay for something? Because, you know, because this isn't something that um, was out of out of their control. This is something that they chose to do. You know what I'm saying? It's different when people are in the military and they're sick. They have cancer or they're sick. They, you know, they have uh, liver problems or whatever. And they and that the taxpayers have to pay for those medications because they got sick. But this is something that when you when you choose to be transgender and you to, choose to um, to trans, you know, um, this is a choice that you make. So do taxpayers want to pay for the choice? Like. Do they really want to pay for ongoing pharmaceutical drugs because you cho- you know you didn't want to have a dick no more? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I, that's the only thing that I'm I'm thinking that a lot of people are going to be having issues with. Mm-hmm. I don't personally, you know, I feel like if you want to, you know. Ride on unicorns and and you know Jesus Christ. It, it, whatever whatever you want to do, honey, do it. You know, but when it comes to them them coins, that's the issue that everybody is going to bring up. They're definitely going to bring that up. That's that's definitely going to, especially people that um, have you know uh, social security and they already got to pay money for social security, a four hundred one k. All these different plans and stuff that but, are important. But okay, <laughs> the, 
this is this is I'm sorry to cut you off, but this is uh kinda like a snowball effect of what Trump is trying to do with health care. He is trying to there's gonna be what? What is it? Six what twenty six million people? Is that what it was? That's gonna be out of health care? If the if the Trump bill passes? I don't think that bill gonna pass. But but I'm saying this is his this is his his thinking. He's going to he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck about no. the people. He cares about business. And right. yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the money aspect. I think mm-hmm. that as far as like a lot of with, with a lot of the military, a lot of motherfuckers go to the military because they have, you know, health issues and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Just just to have that taken care of. You know what I'm saying? As far as the benefits and shit like that. Right. So if mm-hmm. you're taking that away, there's a lot of people that they don't know what they would be doing. They don't know if they'd be locked up or well, they're whatever. Having, they're having problems right now with recruiting anybody in the military. They're having big problems with recruiting. So for you to say, <laughs> for you to say, I'm going to ban transgender. You know what I'm saying? Like that. that you're not helping yourself. You basically you cutting your nose off in spite of your face, right? Yeah. To a certain to a certain degree, because if you're having trouble recruiting and you're turning away, people, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Nobody wants to to be a soldier or be in the military under his command. Right, because right now, it's, scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You They're never too know. scared. Yeah, they're too scared. No one is gonna, you know. And even the 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 age group um, of people that join the military usually are right out of high school mm-hmm. up until about twenty, uh, you know, about seventeen to twenty two. Those are the ages that they try to recruit people. Mm-hmm. Um, and at those ages, um, a lot of the influence comes from parents. And parents are like, "Hell no, you're not going to join the military. Not with this crazy motherfucker." And you know, Saying in office, no. Right. So yeah, a lot of are having trouble recruiting right now, and I, I mean, I can understand why. And okay, yeah. and another aspect why I'm trying to think full circle, like is this mm-hmm. th- with this ban? Is this just Republicans being Republicans trying to control what people do in their own personal lives? You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, you can say all uh, the money aspect of it. I get, uh-huh. I get where you, you're coming from on the business aspect, but we're talking about we're talking about the same the same people that cut back with uh, Planned Parenthood, and uh-huh. there's so many benefits to Planned Parenthood. You know, you got, you, you, there's um, way more. Let me, let me, I'm just gonna tell you something. The reason why a lot a lot of those um, bills and stuff like that they cut is because. Planned Parenthood was created by black people, first of all. Um, WIC, Planned Parenthood, all that stuff was created by black people. So anything that would help... The WIC was, the WIC was own, created by Black Panthers, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. WIC, Planned Parenthood, all that stuff was created by black, you know, by mm-hmm. black people. And they're going to do any and everything they can possible to 
stop that reign, especially when it comes to Obama. Trump cannot stand Obama. Yeah, so anything uh, that will help, you know, will hinder uh, the black community or any other ethnic any any marginalized um, community. Right, right. He's gonna he's gonna be on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and he knows that uh, African American communities and stuff like that. We need our health care because asking, you know, we uh, black people have a lot of more health issues um, when it comes to diabetes, when it comes to uh, high blood pressure, heart, like, yeah. high blood pressure uh, than white people. So Trump, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Um, and I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, I but y'all get what I'm saying. <laughs> you could just text it to me. I say it. Um, <laughs> um, the thing about it is, though, like even with like Planned Parenthood, what that's gonna do is you're gonna have way more uh, infant infant uh, mortality. The, that rate's gonna go up. You're gonna you get the STDs transferring STDs. That's gonna go up. Uh, yep, that's you know what I'm saying. Like for real, the no, people I- can't get the people that you know that that go there to get uh, their STI checkup. You know what I'm saying? All of that mammograms, all that shit, everything. That part, I'm and, and, care. and they don't care. They don't give a shit. Mm-mm. They're not gonna care because, because their people, just- their family, don't use it. So you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It doesn't because, like affect I- them. Right. And, and, and until something hits home, you know, until Trump's son is 18 and he gets drafted for a war, <laughs> yeah. he's not going to understand. Right. Uh, he's not in that lifestyle yet. I'm waiting for something to happen so that he, something can hit home with him so that he understands, you know, and because cause right now he doesn't. He doesn't get it. Um half of the things he does is off of bitterness, off ignorance. of pride, mm-hmm. off of ignorance. Um, and it's just off of off of a power trip. This uh-huh. whole presidency was about being in power. It was not about the people, ever. His ego. Um, you're right. That's all the presidency was about. It was never about... Um, and, and I'm not saying that all the other people that were running were the best suited for it either. But he definitely wasn't it. He's he the definitely worst candidate. Wasn't. The worst candidate possible. Ever. I'm just waiting for him to be impeached, honestly. It's going to happen. I'm just waiting. He's going to do something. Because right now, I mean, he's the they own like, his ass. They own his oh, ass. Like, but, right. and then all again, the- then again, this this is a guy who <laughs> who got elected in when he had court cases for uh, what is that uh, sexual or with child molesting? What, what was it? What was, it was his case? It was a sexual trauma. case. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mhm. So, like I said, this nigga bulletproof. I, that's fine that he will be impeached. I'm just waiting for the date when people are, you know, going to be like, yep. It's going to have to be something where he fuck up the money. That's when he's going to get it impeached. It's not even about the money. It's going to be something to where his own own party is scared. 
That's what I'm saying. Where he's fucking up on the business end, on the business end, where they like, oh, all right, all right, we gotta get the fuck out of here. On the poor end, he gonna keep fucking with Russia, and he gonna keep fucking with China, and he gonna keep fucking with all these different countries that we have uh, alliances with, and the Republican Party gonna be like, well, hold the fuck up, like. We don't want no nukes coming over here. You know what I'm right. saying? It's going to be something like that, where he 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 pushes the boundary way. I mean, he's been pushing the boundary, but it's going to be something detrimental that he can't come back from. And they're going to be like, "All right, you you got to go. You know, you, you got to get out. Sorry, mm-hmm. not far. Get out." So, you know, just, so like, basically, we just got somebody need to make the countdown to uh, his impeachment. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it till next year. Next year, okay. All right. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make a poll. We're gonna make a poll. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. 2018, bro. He, he's out. Um, I'm telling you, he's out. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. So your your bet is to 2018. I think. I don't know, man. The way they investigating and they doing shit right now. Uh huh. Shit. It might. It might. He might not make it with, out this year. For real. Ouch. He might not. So I don't. I, I have no doubt in my mind that um, it's coming though. It, you know, it, it it is coming. I mean, like the rapture. Mm. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You know? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and I'm gonna have my Negro him. I'm gonna have my Negro him hymnal. <laughs> Sitting there singing. Uh. Yes, and I'm rocking back and forth like Sophia on the color purple. <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh um yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to talk about. Uh oh yeah, let them know your Twitter so they can get your ass up. Get up. Cause he's, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh. <laughs> what would so, Jesus uh, do at. <laughs> oh, nigga, hell no. Don't ask me that. I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> no. Oh. I don't. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, my. My info is uh, Milani. What is it? It's J dot underscore Milani. That's on Instagram. Okay. Um, I don't really put my Snapchat out there like that. Oh, you no. Don't need to. no, you don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> but, you know, we, uh, we got special people on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. oh, that's where y'all can hit me up on Instagram. And uh, y'all can just look out for me uh, next season. Um, Black Ink Crew uh, on VH1. Hey. Hey. Melani J in the building. Uh, that's all I got this week, man. We talked about a lot. Um, until next. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. Uh, we are definitely going to have you back. I'm going to have you back with um when I get my co-host. And we're just going to talk, all right. about, talk all right. about super black shit. That's the best shit to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, 
podcast world. Until next episode, hey, 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 hey.